What's up, everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle. Happy Wednesday. If this is your first time listening, every single week I bring you three podcast episodes where I discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And um, this is the Everything Medicare Podcast. My name is Christian Brindle. Thank you so much for joining me. We are on episode 101. So we just went past 100 episodes on Monday. Very, very exciting about that. And today is episode 101. We are days away from October 1st when basically, for, for my office anyway, is when the madness will really begin as far as the Medicare enrollment period. Now, the Medicare enrollment period really starts to take place October 15th through December 7th as far as when you can make changes to your programs. I mean, the Medicare enrollment period is basically you know, changing a Medicare Advantage plan to another Medicare Advantage plan or changing a Medicare supplement to a Medicare Advantage plan, or changing from a Medicare Advantage plan to a Medicare supplement, or changing a D drug plan. Basically, you can do whatever you want. It's a free-for-all. But as far as programs that are actually changing, um, the enrollment period has changes that take place for Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, not Medigaps or Medicare supplement plans. So just please keep that in mind. Um Today, folks, I wanted to talk with you about the Medicare and You Handbook, okay? The Medicare and You Handbook. If you've been on Medicare for some time, then you know that every single year, the government sends out um, a red, white, and blue book. It's, you know, pretty good size, um, and it says Medicare and You on the front. It says the official U.S. government Medicare handbook. It comes from... CMS, the Center for Medi- the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services. Um, I have this one. I get one every year, you know, because I have my ways. Um, they don't get sent to me though, because I'm not a person on Medicare. But I have my ways of getting them. And this book, in my opinion, folks, is a great thing for you to kind of skim through each and every year, especially before the enrollment period. So I thought this was fitting to do this episode. Um, the Medicare and You Handbook has a lot of really good information in it. And I kind of wanted to take a minute and talk about, because if you're on Medicare, you should have one of these books. If you don't have one of these books, then CMS, the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, don't have your correct address. And you're going to want to update that with them because going forward in the future, you're going to want one of these books. Um, What I love about these books is they're specifically individualized for your specific area. Now, the book itself, the content in the book is pretty, is the same for everybody except for in the back. In the back of the book, there is a specific section that's specifically made for your specific service area where you live, the state, the county, the city. Um, Because for Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare Prescription Drug plans, the plans, the benefits, everything, the premiums, the costs, if there is a premium on Advantage plans, vary dramatically depending on where you live. And sometimes from one area of a state to another, the be- the plans of benefits can vary dramatically. So I wanted to kind of talk about this book because you can kind of get an idea. You can see some of the highlights of the different Medicare Advantage plans in your area. You can see some of the highlights of, um, well, I'd say all the Medicare Advantage plans in your area, really. And also you can see the highlights and kind of some information on all of the Part D prescription drug plans in your area. Now, is this all you need to make a decision on a plan? Absolutely not. 
Why? Well, let's start with the Medicare Advantage plans. Well, the Medicare Advantage plans, the book is not going to tell you how big of the, net, the network is. It's not. It's not going to have every benefit on it. It's probably, let me see. Okay, so from what I can see, it, ha- it gives you the service area. So the counties that are in the service area, important. Uh, monthly premium, important. Out-of-pocket maximum. All Medicare Advantage plans have maximum out-of-pockets, which is basically the most you can spend in a calendar year for medical bills. Uh, doctor co-pays, hospital co-pays, things like that. Um, a lot of other types of insurance include prescription drug costs, but not Medicare Advantage plans. It's just medical benefits, okay? Um, but out-of-pocket maximums, that's a good thing to see because, you know, if you can help it, you'd rather have a lower maximum out-of-pocket than a higher one. Although, in my opinion, I don't believe it's that important to keep in mind because it's very hard to reach a maximum out-of-pocket on a Medicare Advantage plan. You have to be using it like crazy the way these plans are structured. Now, for some people, it's something that's incredibly important for you to keep in mind because you have a lot of health needs. So take it with a grain of salt, but for most people, that's my perspective. You know, you could have a $2,000 maximum out-of-pocket and you might have trouble hitting it with the way these plans are structured, okay? In a lot of areas, not all areas. You know, obviously, it's going to be better in some markets other than others, so... Got to keep in mind that this is a nationally broadcast podcast, but it also goes over um, primary care visit, co-pays, um, specialist visits, chemo drugs, other Part B drugs, which a Part B is in boy drug is high expensive injectables that you get in a doctor's office, um, home health care, durable medical equipment, annual Part D deductible, which is you know for your prescriptions that you pick up at the pharmacy, um, a little bit of information about the Part D drugs, and then um, offers extra benefits, yes or no. Extra benefits meaning dental, vision, hearing, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's good, I think. It'll tell you the name of the plan, name of the insurance company, name of the specific plan. It gives you an idea of some things you want to keep in mind. It's not going to tell you everything, though. Not at all. Um, another thing that I, I haven't noticed in the past, maybe they did do it in the past, and if so, you know, be kind to me, because I haven't noticed it until this year, but it has next to it members rating of the plan. and has a percentile. So like, I take it it's 0 to 100 as far as what the members of the plan rate it. That's interesting to me. Granted, as far as what I'm seeing, every single plan in my market where this book is for here in Utah, Salt Lake County, um, it's an 80, it's above 80%. So, I mean, do all these plans really have an 80 plus percent satisfaction rate? I'm, I find that, I doubt it. I mean, that's just a little fishy to me. Um, but anyway, and you can also see, you know, special needs plans, which is, you know, our special needs plans. I did an episode about it a while back. Go back and listen to that if if, if you're a Medicare, Medicaid beneficiary. But special needs plans are for people that have both Medicare and Medicaid. Okay. Um, so if your market has special needs plans, not all of them do. But if, you're, if your market has special needs plans, you can kind of, you know, take a look at a little bit of information about those and who has those. Some markets have more than others. And then you'll also have information about the Part D plans, um, which is interesting. So in my book, for the book for people here, and I believe it would start in the same page for everybody because the book is pretty much the same, but uh, other than the plan information, the plan information is the, in the back is going to be specifically for your market, so keep that in mind. Um, but this would be page 116, 116 on my book. 
I assume it'd be the same on yours because basically from page zero to up until that point, the information is all the same because it's basically generic Medicare information. So that's the first thing that, in my opinion, you need that that's helpful about the Medicare and you book. You can see information, not all the information that you need. And there's no way for them to provide you all the information you need about every plan. It's just ridiculous, you know, because like the hospitals and those kind of things and all the specific doctors not going to happen, you know, which prescriptions are covered cheaper on some plans other than others. But it's a good start. Um, that's the first thing. But there's some other things that's important to keep in mind that you can get good information of in the Medicare and you handbook. I go through it every year. I'm a nerd with this stuff. I love it. Love it. I love what I do. Um People think I'm nuts, though, because not many people can go through this book. Like, if you're watching on video, you see this book. It's a good-sized book. It's a good-sized book, you know? It's important. Stay with me, folks, into segment two. I'll talk about some other things that are vitally important to take a look at, in my opinion, in the Medicare and You handbook. Don't go anywhere after a quick word from this week's sponsor, Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor. Don't go anywhere. See you in a minute. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk? when you can deal with a nice guy. Ha-ha! Welcome back, folks, to segment two of episode 101 of the Everything Medicare podcast. Um, Thank you for that message from Randy. If you live in Tennessee and or Kentucky, I recommend you reach out to Randy this enrollment period if you need some help with your Medicare plan. Reason being, Randy's a good agent. Randy's got experience. Randy has integrity. We share a lot of the same values. That's why we partnered together on this podcast, and that's why he's a sponsor. Um, He believes in me and my ethics, and I believe in him and his. Um, My organization's not licensed there. Recommend you reach out to him. All right, let's move on to segment two. Okay, so Medicare and you handbook. What else can you look at? Okay, so the, the, this, this segment, the information I'm going to be going over is pretty much going to be the same for everybody because the, the information is generic Medicare information. So one thing I'm always looking for is what the Medicare Part B premium has changed to this year. So let me find that page. Um, 
currently in 2019, the Medicare Part B premium is $135.50. Okay. It typically goes up every, I mean, not every year. Some years it stays the same, but if it is going to change, they typically will announce it around this time of the year. But typically it's not going to be that much. But there's some good information in here, like on page 21, on my book anyway, in section one, um, there is some information to where if you don't have the working credits for Medicare Part A, how much it would cost you for that. Now, if you don't have the working credits, but you're married to somebody that does, you can draw off their Medicare and it wouldn't you know, mean that they're getting any less or anything. Basically, if you're married and one person has the working credits, it's good for both of you for part A. So keep that in mind. But if you're not married or let's say you are married and both you and your spouse don't have the working credits for whatever reason, whatever the case, if you don't have the working credits, you know, it has information in here about, you know, um, I'll read it out. People who have to buy part A will pay up to $437 each month in 2019. The 2020 part A premium amounts weren't available at the time of printing. I haven't seen them yet, so they might not still be available. Um, but that's good information. It'll be, you know, it usually doesn't change too much from year to year. But there you go. There's some good information in there. Uh, Medicare Part B says the same thing. Uh, 135.50 is what the premium was for this year. It says this on page 22. Um, $135.50 for 2019. It also says that the 2020 Part B premium amount wasn't available at the time of printing. So we're still not sure what that is. As soon as I know, I'll let you know. Um, but there's some good information. There's, you know. A lot of generic info that's good for you to know, you know, like what Medicare covers, what Medicare doesn't cover in in going forward. You know, you got Part B covered services on page 30, for example. Um, page 33 kind of talks about screenings and chemo and chiropractic services and that kind of stuff. And it's I like how they worded it over the years. It, it's just a lot of Medicare information is just really ridiculously complex. And it's like in Chinese for most people. Um, they really have a hard time reading it. Um, but I, I like how they word it. It's pretty, you know, easy to understand for the average person. Um, you know, on page 36, you know, you got a Medicare diabetes prevention program, which is good to know. There's a lot of good information in this book for you, for, for, for people, in my opinion. I had someone call me up the other day, a client of mine, asking about flu shots, hepatitis uh, B shots, and things like that. Um, I knew the answer. I gave them the information. But that's something that a lot of people would have. You know, you find the answers to that on page 38, 39 about flu shots. Uh, Medicare covers one flu shot or vaccine per flu season. You pay nothing for the flu shot if the doctor or other qualified health care provider accepts assignment, Medicare assignment, for giving the shots. That's good information. You know, an average bear could look at that if they don't have access to me like that. They don't have my cell phone number like that. Um Hepatitis B shots, you know, talks about how that's covered and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera on page 39. So, you know, there you go. Um, it talks about a lot of important things, in my opinion, that you can kind of go over shots, 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 and some more shots. Um, but this is good information to know, you know. So if you keep going, this is a good information that I think is really good for people to know. So on page 48, it talks about Medicare's welcome to Medicare preventative visit. I'll read it to you. I've done an episode about this before, but some people don't believe me. You know, um, why? I don't know. But this is straight from the horse's mouth. During the first 12 months that you have Medicare Part B coverage, you can get a welcome to Medicare preventative visit. The visit includes a review of your medical and social history relative to your health. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, um... You pay nothing for the welcome to Medicare preventative visit if the doctor or other qualified health care provider accepts Medicare assignment. 
Uh, da, 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 da. So it clearly states during the first 12 months you have Part B. After that, you can't get a regular physical. The next page, page 49, says yearly wellness visit. If you've had Part B for longer than 12 months, you can get a yearly wellness visit um, to develop or update personalized plan information. So this is every year you can get this wellness visit, but a wellness visit and a physical are two different things. I did an episode about this prior. Go back and find it. I couldn't tell you what episode it is. Um, but this is good information for people. Because that I, I get calls all the time from people that, you know, before they had a plan with us, they say, I found you, and but I got went in for a physical. I've had Medicare for three years. I've had a Medicare supplement. And I got billed the whole thing. Doctor's office didn't tell me. Common, typical. Medicare Advantage plans, a lot of them, will give you a physical every year as well as a wellness visit. That's typically an area that they will do more for you than original Medicare on preventative side. Um, how could you know that unless you listen to this podcast? Um, information on long-term care on page 50. Typically very limited, but there you go. Um you know, so one thing I wanted to point out, there's some Medicare Advantage information on page 55, but it's very generic. You know, HMOs, PPOs, POSs, different types of network schemes and plan um, outlines for how a plan's going to look. Um, keeps going forward. Oh, there's a good piece of information on page 58. It says, what if I have end-stage renal disease, which is basically kidney dialysis, folks. Um, Medicare Advantage plans have one health question. That's if you have end-stage renal disease. If you do... That's their one health question. That's their qualifier. Whereas Medicare supplement plans typically have a lot more health questions if you're outside of your new to Medicare window where you can get anything. But I digress. So it says, if you have end-stage renal disease, ESDRD, you can only join a Medicare Advantage plan in certain situations. If you're already on a Medicare Advantage plan when you develop end-stage renal disease, you can stay on your plan or you may be able to join another Medicare Advantage plan offered by the same company. Good to know for people. If you're in a Medicare Advantage plan and the plan leaves Medicare and they're no longer providing coverage in your area, you have a one-time right to join another Medicare Advantage plan. Good to know for a lot of people. Guaranteed issue is what that's called if you didn't know. Um, if you have an employer plan or other health insurance through a company that offers one or more Medicare Advantage plans, you may be able to join that company's plan. So there's a lot of different reasons you can get a plan if you have end-stage renal disease. If you qualify, there's provisions put into place. That's a good thing to know because usually people that have end-stage renal disease, like they just think they're screwed. You can't change anything. You can't get anything, but not always. So, But one thing in particular I wanted to talk about was just, uh, page 69, Medicare Supplement Insurance Policies. This has a lot to do with this macro bill that we've been talking about. We've been doing episodes about it. Um, but this is going to start taking effect next year. And I might just do a whole other episode about this just to kind of clarify some things. There's a lot of misinformation being um, put out there. But, you know, people say Plan F's going away. Well, it's not. And if you don't believe me, look in the Medicare New Book, page 69. I will read it to you. Starting January 1st, 2020, Medigap plans sold to people who are new to Medicare won't be allowed to cover part the Part B deductible, which this year is $185. We don't know what it's going to be next year yet. Because of this, plans C and F won't be available to people who are newly eligible for Medicare on or after January 1st, 2020. If you already have either of these two plans or are covered by one of these plans before January 1st, 2020, you'll be able to keep your plan grandfathered in. Boom. I already knew all this. 
No, I had no doubt in my mind about this, but anything I can show you from Medicare that backs me up, I'm going to show you. Anybody that tells you you're going to lose your Plan F, don't buy it. Will the Plan F rates go up because they're not taking as many new people in? Possibly. I'll do a whole episode about this coming up pretty soon. That's a good episode. That's something that we need to talk about because it's not necessarily all Plan Fs. In my opinion, it's not so much the plan, but the insurance company. And if they can handle the Plan F going forward, watch for that episode. I've decided. I'm going to do it. Coming up pretty soon. So, but I digress. Um, it says... It also says if you were eligible for Medicare before January 1st, 2020, but not yet enrolled, you may be able to buy one of these plans. So you can still get Plan F or C. Plan F's mainly the one people care about. If you were eligible for Medicare before January 1st of 2020. I've been saying this for the past year. Don't let people intimidate you to think you're using their plan. A lot of um, scam artists out there. You know, that are just trying to get you to change, scare you into changing. Nope. Nope, nope. You don't need to. If you like your Plan F, you can. Now, can you get a better deal going from a Plan F to another type of plan? Possibly. That's another conversation to have. An episode for another day. Stay with me, folks. I'm gonna, I am gonna. got more to say about this going into the, our third and final segment. Don't go anywhere. After a quick word from this week's sponsor, I will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. This is segment three of this week's Everything Medicare podcast. So basically, folks, there's a lot of good places you can get good information in the Medicare and You handbook. It comes every year updated with new Medicare information because Medicare changes as far as what they cover. Typically, they add more things to the equation or they'll change how they cover a certain thing or rules and regulations. It's not a bad idea to skim through it. Do I expect you to just go just, you know, bust through it and read every page, every word? and be interested? No, I don't. But if you need something or you have a question about something, you can't get a hold of somebody or you can't find an answer for whatever reason, this is a good resource for you to have in your back pocket. Want to know where I got mine? Should I tell you? Should I tell you where I got my Medicare and You handbook? Well, I'll tell you. My mom is on Medicare. My dad, for those of you who know my story, who know a little bit about me, my dad has been a Medicare broker for over 30 years. My dad is obviously her agent and his own agent because he's on Medicare too. So he gets two every year, one for him and one for my mom. So my mom gives me hers. That's where I get my Medicare and you handbook. But before that, I would find it online. But I like this because I like the actual book. I'm a physical person. I like to feel things in my hand. Um, If I don't know if you can hear that, that's me feeling the book okay so there's a lot of good information like page 73 section 6 you have some information about Medicare prescription drug coverage I believe the page number should be the same in every market up in, at least until they go into the part where they specifically talk about um, you know specific plans with specific specific insurance companies in your market um, they talk about you know Part D penalty. What happens if you don't enroll? Page 77. Good information there. I've done episodes about this, but if you want to see it directly from them, there you go. Um, lot, a lot of good information there. 
a lot of good information. Um, information about, you know, how what, if you qualify for what's known as extra help or low-income subsidies. I'll do an episode about that coming up pretty soon as well, but that's at page 83. Um, just a great book in general for you to have. And I don't believe that Medicare itself does everything correctly. I don't believe they're exactly the most organized organization all the time, but they do a great job with these books. And they just keep getting better and better, in my opinion, as far as how they word things in a way that people can understand. Folks, thanks so much for for listening and watching and supporting us from day one. Um, As we go into the enrollment period, if you're on Medicare, or if you're about to be on Medicare, or you know somebody that's on Medicare, you have a family member that you're helping that's on Medicare, whatever your case may be, if you just need help, if you just feel overwhelmed, if you're if there are if if you're just already in a situation where you feel like you're you're on a plan, but you have no idea if it's the best plan for you or not, and you need help, I'd love to be that resource for you. That's what my company does. That's why that's 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 why we exist to help people just like you. Right now, we're licensed in the states of Utah. Obviously, that's where we live. It's where I live, me and my family, and that's where our office is. As I talk to you from my office now. Um, Utah, Idaho, Florida, Oregon. Those are the four states that we're licensed to work with people in. We work with all of the largest insurance companies in the markets and all of those areas. Um, and we can help you. What, what I can do for you personally, what our organization can do for you personally, is we can sort through the different options based on your needs and preferences and try to find the best available thing for you. If you're already on the best thing for you, then at least you took a look at it and at least you know you can sleep better at night. You don't have to worry about it. Stress is the number one cause, in my opinion, of health problems. Because stress is hard on your body. You don't need stress. You need that peace of mind. And if you need a change made, then you can make that change, and then you know. You're on the best thing for you. If you don't need a change, at least you took the time to find out, give yourself that peace of mind. So give us a call. My office number is 801-255-5340-801-255. Five three four zero. Like I said, you can make a change October 15th through December 7th. But I can talk with you about any plan you like, about changes going into next year, starting October 1st. So give us a call. Again, 801-255-5340. Christian Brindle Insurance Services is the name of my organization. Talk with me, Christian. Very reachable, very accessible. Ask anybody that's a client of mine. If 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 you're more comfortable shooting me an email, however, I love talking with people through email. I'm more than happy to do that. I check my email on a daily basis. 24-hour response guarantee. Christian B, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B as in boy, at xmission.com. The letter X, like an x-ray, and then the word mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com. Christian B at xmission.com. Um, if you feel more comfortable asking me a question or talking with me through there. And again, states, Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Florida. Those are the four states that I can work with people in, but we're always going to be adding new states as we can. Okay? Um, Folks, as I talked about on Monday's episode, we're also doing something to where if you'd like to know how much commission a a broker makes, roughly, it's going to depend on their contract, but I can kind of give you an idea on a particular product. Why this is important for you to know is because not all brokers are like, like me and like us. There's a lot of good ones out there, but there's a lot of ones too that their recommendations are solely based on their commission and how much they make. Whereas someone like myself, I don't care. I want to make the best recommendation based on your needs and preferences. That's why I'm willing to do an episode where I'll just pull the sheet off. And I'll tell you everything as far as commissions. 
on how much a broker makes. But I won't do it without something from you, my, my lovely audience, my wonderful audience. I need five five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Five total on those two platforms combined. So like I said in the past episode, if we get three on Apple and two on Stitcher, or five on Apple and none on Stitcher, etc., that's good enough. As long as I get a total of five on those two platforms combined. I will do that podcast. We have till next Monday before we do that. If I don't if I can't get five reviews out of you for that podcast episode, it just tells me that you don't really want to hear it that bad. So just FYI, that is still going on. Thanks so much for listening, folks. We'll have another episode for you, ready to go for Saturday. I hope you have a great day, and thank you so much for listening. Talk with you soon.